Thanks to the foresight and generosity of its donors, the Taras Shevchenko Foundation has been investing in the future of the Ukrainian-Canadian community for over 50 years. Since 1963, the Taras Shevchenko Foundation has been funding fine and performing artists and arts groups, museums, cultural centers, education, as well as authors, journalists, and the Ukrainian-Canadian media, including this program. To apply for grants, make a donation, or for more information, visit ShevchenkoFoundation.com. If you're interested in preserving or just enjoying Ukrainian culture, check out the Ukrainian-Canadian Cultural Society of Nanaimo. There's dancing, music, food, arts and crafts, and more. To join, call Gina at 250-758-1561. Embrace the Ukrainian culture, the music, the food, and the dancing at the 51st Annual Canada's National Ukrainian Festival, July 29th to 31st, Dauphin, Manitoba. Get your weekend pass right now for only $95. If you wait, you'll pay more at the gate. Day passes and camping passes also available. Call toll-free 1-877-474-2683. That's 1-877-474-2683. For more information, visit cnuf.ca and like CNUF on Facebook. You are listening to CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. Popular singer from Ukraine by the name of Oksana Bilozir. No, pardon me, that was Oksana Mucha. <laughs> and uh, a song called Oi Chorna, Yes Chorna, traditional Ukrainian folk song, I Am a Dark-Eyed Beauty. Welcome back to Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio here on CHLY 101.7 FM. This is Hour 2, and we've got more great stuff for you coming up. Meanwhile, here is another song by a Ukrainian singer. This is Taras Petronenko and Kozatska Dolya, Kozak's Fate. <laughs> Stop! Stop! 
pravde, čom chopáješ oči, či menene vyznaješ, či vyznať nechoceš, či bez tebe za zimli, čo sme nezmínilo, či za pula jakoli. This is Stefan Andrusiak from Rushnichok, and welcome to Rushnichok Stories, a radio segment about words and music we love. When in the spring of my youth I readied myself to go out into an uncertain world, my mother embroidered a shirt for me. The threads were red and black. Such are the opening words to Dva Kolore, a Ukrainian song about two colors. The author, Dmitro Pavlichko, was born in the foothills of the Carpathians in the late 1920s. He would turn 16 in a Soviet prison, sentenced there for a year on the suspicion of being an insurgent army operative for the UPA. But after the war, this history and linguistics graduate became a respected, published, and award-winning author, writing his own works, even translating Shakespeare. 
Mr. Pavlichko wrote Dva Koyore originally as a poem. It was threaded into music by renowned composer Oleksandr Bilash. Then it was performed, recorded, and toured by cave opera soloist Dmitro Natyuk. Imagine existing in the Soviet Ukraine in the gray aftertaste of the Khrushchev era. Dva Koyore gave Ukrainians permission to feel. Just listen to the words. Two colors, both on one cloth, they stitch together my spirit, they are me, red stands for love, the black for anxiety, but the song and its success also brought the KGB to its feet, and they weren't there to applaud. You see, red and black are the flag colors of the UPA, that very same underground army Pavlichko had been imprisoned for supporting as a teenager. Thinking quickly, he offered to take his interrogators to his apartment, where, in a drawer, he revealed an embroidered shirt in red and black. It's just a song about a shirt, he said. See, here it is. Now, great songs last because they remain relevant generation after generation, each listener discovering a new strand of meaning in it. But songwriters, especially in the Soviet Ukraine, survived because they were believable. I had the honor of meeting Mr. Pavlichko during the Canadian leg of his North American tour back in 2005. He told us this story of his dramatic release from KGB custody with cliffhanger delight, adding that his interrogators indeed had read far too much into his words. Today I hear the song and I think of Ukraine's potential of East and West intertwining with purpose, an inseparable, beautiful, lasting embroidery, blending geography and color and races, beliefs, languages and orientations upon a lasting fabric of tolerance. But then again, it may just be a song about a shirt. Dvakolyore was recorded by the one and only Dmitro Natyuk, of course, then by Kvitka Sizik, by Javir, by so many bands and singers in Canada as well. Here from iTunes is Rushnichok's version. From Rushnichok Volume 1, offering a bit of country-western vibe I'm not sure the original authors imagined, the song Two Colors. Два кольори. Як я малим збирався на весні, піти у світ незнаними шляхами. Солодку мати пишила мені червоними і чорними, червоними і чорними нитками. Oh, my God. 
Vyslouchejte radio peredaču Náš holos Radio Krínského Korínia na radiostanci CHLY o den 0 o den 7 FM umístí nenajmo. Zváme Pavlina. You're listening to Náš holos Ukrainian Roots Radio here on CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. I'm your host Pavlina. Кажу, де квітне дивний сад, де срібля станіч, тремтить у темних водах, у далекий край лежить нелегкий шлях, доки хижа ніч кружля по колу. Не спи, моя рідна земля, прокинься, моя Україно, відкрий свої очі у світлі далеких зірок. Це дивляться з темних небес загиблі поети-герої, всі ті, що поклали життя за майбутнє твоє. From Ukraine, that was Alessia Bahri and Nazar Karabinovich, and a song that was made popular during the first Maidan, during the Orange Revolution back in 2004, and that was a song by Mandria. Do not sleep, my native land. Coming up next is a song by Shum, and this is a group from Winnipeg from their CD, It's Fun to Be Ukrainian, and the song about the Cossack legend. Cossacky, Cossacky.
riding with his fellow Cossack at his side and you can feel the Cossack full of pride and passion's grace on their way to glory trusting in their faith to lead them on to victory and grace of God believing freedom is a right that all men have to see and fighting for what you believe in has to be It's the right man have to see So won't you fly, Cossack, try, Cossack Against those Turks and Tatars, go, Cossack, show, Cossack That is where your heart is beat, Cossack, free, Cossack Lead us all to victory God be with you, live, Cossack, love, Cossack Such a spirit must be free, Cossack, be, Cossack Freedom is for you and me, we are brothers for eternity feature courtesy Ukraine Today, Ukraine's first English-language TV and news channel. The following is one of a series of features exploring pressing issues in today's Ukraine. Hello and welcome to Ukraine Today. I'm Sergei Ganesian. Ukrainian cargo jet Maria, which is the largest plane in the world, made its first commercial flight and landed in Australia. Many believe that Maria is the beacon of rejuvenation of Ukraine's aircraft industry. So in the next 10 minutes we're going to talk about that with our guest, Andriy Huk, who is a Ukrainian aviation law expert. Mr. Huk, thank you very much for joining us. Hello again. So Maria, which, is, which translates uh, as dream, is the biggest plane in the world. Besides that, what's so special about this particular aircraft? Oh, there is a lot of special about this aircraft. She's one of, this aircraft is one of the biggest uh, record maker uh, ever in aviation industry. It's even called something like king of the skies. Uh, why so? For example, this uh, the last flight that we now uh, seen is uh, to Australia. Uh, some cargo uh, cannot be delivered there, uh, for example, by the sea. 
due to some circumstances. And the only the only uh, aircraft that is able to uh, carry such large uh, cargo is only Mria. And uh, it is even so much special that there is even no need to build any other uh, second or third uh, such a, a big plane because uh, actually Mria covers uh, all worldwide need for, for such cargo uh, services. And you mentioned records. What, what records are those? Oh, it is the biggest plane in the world. Uh, it is a plane that carries the biggest uh, cargo in the world. It is uh, a plane that uh, can carry uh, long distance uh, uh, and so on and so forth. So uh, it needs uh, something like seven people uh, of... Uh, on board? Yes, yes, on board because uh, that's one of the reasons why uh, uh, this flight became something like uh, old times when uh, first uh, pilots uh, were traveling through the world, uh, all world uh, uh, tried to uh, to see it and uh, to, to look up. Uh, and now uh, everywhere where Maria lands, it's something like a big event. Yes, and in Australia there are several thousand people. It's not only Australia, it's only in Prague, in uh, Kuala Lumpur, in India. So everywhere this uh, plane is met something like a big event. Uh, all long distance and huge cargo that has some special uh, requirements uh, is carried by Maria uh, from time to time. So, uh, but now uh, as Antonov uh, tries to uh, conquer new markets, it became something like a huge PR event, uh, marketing event, and it is uh, very good. It shows that Antonov tries to use uh, everything it, uh, it has uh, just to promote uh, this company and to promote new projects. That Ukraine and Antonov uh, in particular is able uh, to build planes and is able to um, uh, maintain them and to deliver uh, the highest level of services and production. And it's actually interesting that this plane made its flight uh, in light of recent defense exposition in India where Ukraine signed a number of memorandums with India to create uh, fly, uh, airplanes for this country but it's not a concrete uh, contract yet but however it's seen as a major victory for Ukraine because it could replace Russia so is it, is yes, it possible? Yes, it's not a hard con contract yet but that's why we need all this uh, marketing uh, uh, something like movements uh, and uh, events and uh, now Antonov facing um, perspective of a few contracts in Saudi Arabia in uh, India now uh, it was announced uh, yesterday uh, that there are some perspectives in Turkey so uh, that's why of course uh, what Antonov has uh, most uh, uh, known in the world it's Antonov Mlia that's why they are using it and it is very right and very good but do you think that, uh, well, it's a logical question, a uh, number of, co of contracts with many countries, could Antonov really cover the needs and create the amount of uh, planes needed for uh, this? That's why, of course, uh, one of the strongest strongest sides of Antonov is uh, its uh, Constructors Bureau and its ability to construct uh, um, uh, any planes. Uh, and, but uh, if we talk about a building a plane or a series of planes, for example, 100, it's uh, not possible for Antonov. So uh, that's why if we talk about India uh, possible contract or Saudi Arabia, we are not talking that Antonov will be uh, producing something like uh, 100 and more planes. Um, uh, we are talking about some joint venture and building a plane in Saudi Arabia and in India that will be uh, building and producing uh, all these new planes and Antonov will uh, deliver all intellectual property and know-how and their people to create uh, these planes and of course uh, this is one of the uh, goods that Antonov can sell now and that's why but uh, it is not simply delivering intellectual property and that's all Antonov will be involved in all the process uh, to the end so it will help to uh, make Antonov more stronger on the market it will help to uh, build new um, uh, plans and that's why it is very very perspective for, for Ukraine it's very perspective but isn't enough to kickstart this manufacture of Antonov 
you see, uh, it's hard to say uh, what will be enough. Now Antonov uh, faced a problem that it needs to prove that they are able to build a plane and they are able to uh, make it from the beginning to the end. Uh, actually, what we now see with this Antonov, uh, Maria, and what we see with uh, this new plane that is uh, traveling all over the world, uh, 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 and they build it, uh, this new plane, and they can show it. So it, it, it is uh, one of the first and main uh, tasks is to show that we are able to do it. But again, this plane was constructed uh, in uh, 1988 by the Soviet Union, if I'm not mistaken. So It's not, not, not like Soviet Union. There are a lot of people, a lot of constructors and engineers yeah, that know, are still uh, heritage of all this uh, company. Still, yeah, it was created long ago and now we have these major problems, economical, and uh, we have it's war. Not, so not so long ago. There are lots of plane, uh, planes all over the world that, that are now used uh, and they are more old if we talk about years um, all uh, new and even young engineers are trained of, uh, by elder ones that's why and all these premises are left the same so uh, they have own uh, airport in Hostomel they have a huge intellectual school in uh, Ukrainian University Soviet University KPI and so on so uh, and they built a new plane uh, from the start to the end. So uh, this is a ability. We are talking about not ability to build a new plane or construct it. It is undisputed. Antonov can. Uh, what we are talking about is, uh, is Antonov able to build 100 planes a year? No, it is not possible. That's why we have contracts with, with India and Saudi Arabia that will be joint venture and new planes will be built. Did the breakup with Russia impact Antonov in any way, really? Again, to my mind, uh, all the connections with Russia, uh, when we are speaking about Antonov, they are something like also a Soviet heritage, but bad one. Yes, why bad? Because even even metal sometimes were delivered from Russia. So now we have we see that Antonov managed to. Um, um, to break all these chains, let, let's and, say, like and this. replace, yeah, important. and replace. Yes, that's why it also shows that Antonov is able to uh, build a new plane even without Russia. So uh, they found other uh, suppliers, and uh, now they can propose to possible clients much more options: uh, how to build the planes, how to find the spare parts, uh, how to provide maintenance services, and so on. So. Uh, I see uh, more good in, in this um, uh, breaking relationships with Russia than bad. Why would these countries choose Antonov over Russia? So what makes Antonov so special when compared to Russia and other, maybe other manufacturers? Actually, at the moment, if to take uh, something like geopolitics, uh, Russia is facing a problem that they even are not able to build their own planes because uh, due to international sanctions and so on and so forth, they have lots of problems. So, uh, if in, in the manner of uh, such a contract, when uh, um, uh, Air Force of India, for example, uh, state enterprises need uh, 100 and more planes, it is uh, not um, good to have a contract with uh, Russian entity due to this uncertainty. That's why uh, here Antonov looks um, um, more reliable. Uh, more reliable, yes. Antonov looks more negotiable because, uh, because uh, again, uh, Antonov understands that, that it has few minuses. It's not ability to build a huge number of planes. It is not ability to build a new plane, plant, uh, to help uh, to solve this issue. That's why uh, Antonov needs uh, money and needs investments. And uh, India and Saudi Arabia can uh, give it. And uh, uh, that's why Antonov uh, won't argue uh, with prices and so on and so forth. So uh, that's why Antonov looks very good. Uh, but uh, um, it is too early to talk about uh, uh, that we will have these contracts. Yeah. But again, what we can say clearly is that Antonov uh, chose the right way. What about our domestic needs? Uh, Antonov is a part of uh, the state-owned arm manufacturer, right? Abro yes, Abrom. So could we potentially see some maybe fighter jets made by Antonov? Because again, this uh, latest uh, plane uh, that was uh, uh, constructed by Antonov 
Federal Bureau. It is a plane that is able to uh, uh, land on unprepared uh, surfaces. So it is not something like civil aviation plane. Uh, it is a cargo plane. It is a Air Force plane. And maybe in the third way, it is a civil aviation pla uh, plane. That's why, uh, actually, it is uh, something like this uh, market that Antonov tries to took now. Um, and Air Force uh, uh, plane, it is one of, one of these. But um, there is no huge internal uh, market in Ukraine. So I, I don't see that uh, there is some perspective uh, in Ukraine. So that's why we see India, Saudi Arabia, Turkey, and so on and so forth. Uh, maybe Brazil, I don't know, maybe China. Uh, but uh, internally, it's not huge needs in, 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 in planes in Ukraine. Really? Because we love, we, I think our Air Force is actually in a poor condition and we could use some in okay, potentially. It's, it's maybe two, it's maybe three. But uh, if we compare with India, we are talking about 100 and, and, and so on. So uh, that's why it is, of course, uh, it can be some contract with uh, Ukrainian army and so on. But it, it, it won't be huge uh, in comparison with uh, what we are talking about in India and Saudi Arabia. I can only hope that these contracts will be signed and Antonov will see it's uh, prosper. Uh, yeah, Mr. Hook, thank you very much for your time. Thank you. I've been joined by Andrei Hook, a Ukrainian aviation law expert. This has been a special feature courtesy Ukraine's first English-language TV and news channel, Ukraine Today. To hear more from Ukraine Today, check all of this week's editions of Nasholos at www.nasholos.com. And for their full roster of breaking stories, as well as interviews, press reviews, and in-depth analysis on Ukraine, follow Ukraine Today on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and their live blog, uatoday.tv. Vyslúchejte radioprogramu Náš holos Radio Ukrajinského Koríňa, která podíváte vám na chvíli CHLY o den 0 o den 7 FM u místí Nenajmo. Hovorich Pavlina. You're listening to Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio, broadcasting live at CHLY 101.7 FM in beautiful downtown Nanaimo. I'm your host, Pavlina.
bezlištenu, bezlis, bezlištenu, tajna diba. Moladu dičenu, moladu dičenu, tajna diba. Moladu dičenu. From Toronto, that was Zubrivka with a song on their second CD, which is called Vecernitsi, meaning Evening Party. And that was Isho Kozak, the Wandering Kozak. Coming up next, we have a song by, I think it is just um, Random Soldiers Unnamed. And it comes to us courtesy a lovely man I met online. His name is um, Orest. He's from Odessa. And this is a song called Oyuluzi Pid Dombaso. And it is a song about a Ukrainian soldier going across a meadow in the Donbass. Oyuluzi Pid Dombaso, Krovavu Hodinu, Postavali na. Хлопці знов за батьківщину Поставали наші хлопці знов за батьківщину Україну злі люди хочуть зґвалтувати Тому стали українці Захищати Тому встали Українці Її захищати І з цієї України Зібрались завзяті Руйми встали До загину Рятувати маті Стали до загину рятувати маті. Ради смерті урагани смерть носила люта. Та не зможуть ці тирани в рабство нас закути. Та не зможуть ці Рабство нас закути, буде жити добра слава на землі козацькій. І збереже Бог державу у любові братській. І збереже Бог державу у любові Here's what's happening this week in Central Vancouver Island's Ukrainian community. On the last Friday of every month, enjoy a pierogi supper at St. Mary's Ukrainian Orthodox Parish Hall in Parksville. Get your fill of pierogies, kubasa, and great Ukrainian hospitality. Doors are open from 5 to 7 p.m. Father Chad Pavlishin and the parishioners of St. Mary's Ukrainian Orthodox Church in Parksville invite you to join them for services Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. As well, every Sunday from noon to 1 p.m., you can stock up on homemade pierogies and pies. St. Mary's Ukrainian Orthodox Church is located in Parksville at 594 Carl's Way. For more information, visit them online at vanisleparochial.ca. Father Theo Machinsky and the parishioners of St. Michael's Ukrainian Catholic Church in Nanaimo invite you, invite you to Divine Liturgy every Saturday at 11 a.m. and Sundays at 6 p.m. St. Michael's Ukrainian Catholic Church is located at 4017 Victoria Avenue in Nanaimo, just off Norwell Drive. For rentals, pierogi sales, and more information, call them at 250-758-4714. The Visna Ukrainian Dancers rehearse every Tuesday evening from September to June at St. Michael's Ukrainian Catholic Parish Hall, 4017 Victoria Avenue in Nanaimo, and their season is wrapping up. Their last performance of the year will be on Saturday, June 25th at the Wesley Street Multicultural Festival. They'll be performing around 3 o'clock. So do check them out. Uh, join us there. I'll be there. CHOY will be there as well with a booth. And it's always a great, fun event. 
Ranch. That's the Wesley Street Multicultural Festival, Saturday, June 25th. So check us out there as well, of course, as Visna's performance. On Saturdays at 6 p.m., tune into the Vancouver edition of Nash Hollows on AM 1320 and streaming online at am1320.com. As well, the international edition airs on AM, FM, and shortwave radio in over 20 countries on the PCJ Radio Network. You can get the podcast to all three, or the link to all three editions of the podcast at the Nash Hollows website. And here in Nanaimo, Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio broadcasts live every Wednesday to the north and central Vancouver Island, Gulf Island, Sunshine Coast, northwest Washington State, and greater Vancouver listening areas. So at 11 a.m. every Wednesday, please join me, Pavlina, and uh, starting again in July, Oksana, for the very best in Ukrainian news, folklore, and music here on CHLY 101.7 FM on the radio dial and online at chly.ca. In between broadcasts, make sure to follow Nasholos and me and Oksana on Facebook and Twitter. And for audio archives, transcripts, podcast feeds, and more, visit our website at www.nashholis.com.
nastavi, nastavočku taj nastavi Tam plevalo dva kozake taj na čovni, na čovni Tam plevalo dva kozake taj na čovni, na čovni Tam dječe na vodu brala taj nabrala Če kozaka sokolonjkom taj nazvala, nazvala Saskatchewan, that was Tuti Tam, and from their most recent CD, Obriad, that was a Cossack boat ride. And before them, you heard Volen from Ukraine, from Lutsk, and a song called Harne Kozak, The Handsome Kozak. Časom i také buvaja, što nevidome to be na dobri šlak tebe spravljaja. And our proverb of the week translates as a stranger can give us as good advice as a best friend. Well, our time is just about up, so we'll have a couple of songs to wrap it up. We'll have the Churchill Orchestra from Alberta and a wonderful folk dance called the Shatis, and we'll wrap things up with the Ukrainian old-timers from Winnipeg and George's Polka. And so that will bring us to the end of another edition of Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio here on CHOI 101.7 FM. I do hope you'll join me here again next Wednesday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. In the meantime, check out the Vancouver edition of Nasholos Saturdays at 6 p.m. on AM 1320, as well as the international edition, which you can get on your mobile phone via the Stitcher app. In between broadcasts, visit us online where you can get links to the live streams and audio archives, and that is www.nashholos.com. And please follow us on Twitter and like our Facebook page. Stay tuned next for World Beat Canada with Vancouver's Cal Coat, followed by Jukebox Oldies with Baby G standing in for our own Bobby B. Cool. So on behalf of all of us here at Nash Holos and CHOI 101.7 FM, I'm Pavlina. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, Dovabachinya.
Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.